Dominic, would you come? This is my assistant. He's from Bethel, from the amazing Bethel School. And, and we got some CDs we want to give away for children. First, we'll start with the children. We see a lot of young couples. And so um, if you have a two-year-old girl, uh, a young child, come in. And get that one. It's called Papa's Rainbow, and it's it's journeying in a through the land of God's promises. So the whole CD is about the promises of God. Really beautiful, a, a blessing to a mom as well or dad. Um, so there she is. Yeah, do you want to give a word? Sure. Hang on. Just we'll give you a word too. You get double the blessing. Jesus, we bless this family. How many more kids do you have? Two more. Two more. And they're both young? Younger. Awesome. We just bless this family, God, and we thank you for um, these two, three amazing girls. And I pray that you would just continuously just put a bubble around them, God, that would just cause them to walk in everything you've created them for, God. I thank you for just the creativeness that you've put on this family. And I thank you that um, that they will begin to dance, paint, do all that. I see that like a whole bunch of creative stuff um, over them that they would love to do as far as dancing. And, and I just feel like pursue that because that's what God has placed inside of you. And that's his love language is, you know, he created. In the beginning, he created. So it's like creativity is God's love language. So I bless that. And I bless you guys, you and your wife. And I, and I say that you guys will walk in strength. And in, and just in encourage and love and and that you will just that your family will be known for how to live in a revival as a family in Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you. Okay, we have uh, we have a CD. It's called Highest Praise, and it has given people tickets when they're driving because there's uh, the first half got a lot of. Ex- excessive joy and like a ha- happy song and kingdom celebration and and uh, so this will you know giving you kind of fair warning you know so so maybe you should use wisdom like cruise control maybe and so that's the CD but lots of joy and then there's deep deep intimacy with lots of violin so uh, any anybody has like a, a needs joy. No tickets, but just joy, you know. Okay, somebody's waving their hands there. Okay, Lord, we release joy on your daughter, Lord, and her family. And and we're just, just, uh, just spinning and whirling and halal joy, just, just, just spinning in the whirlwinds of joy. And the Holy Spirit, just, just bless your daughter, Father, and. And, and baptize her with permanent joy that will give to others, Lord. And she'll, she'll, re, she'll refresh many and she'll, she'll encourage many with this and just permanent smile on her face. Amen. <laughs> Sometime after a weekend of uh, your cheek hurts and all. <laughs> um, okay, and uh, two more 
These are DVDs. One will give it to a, um, someone that has a married couple. This is vintage from Toronto. We were looking younger here, and it's called The Laughter of God. And some of the testimony how the Lord helped save that marriage and just things like that. It's a DVD. And this one is a weird one. It's called Brain Bypass. So if somebody is overly thinking things and wants to just go straight from the heart, you know, that will be good for you. <laughs> freedom, freedom from the brain. Huh? I have a word for you. Do you want to come back up here? I actually have a verse, too, which makes it even more legit. All right, so it's, it's in Deuteronomy, and it says, And the Lord, he is the one that, who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. I just really felt like that verse was just for you, and I really felt God is saying like that he's just pouring out this radical love on you where all fear is leaving, and I really feel like God is about to open some doors that you will know it's him. And I really feel like there's just direction, and there's going to be a lightness about it. I feel like you've been carrying, you feel like you've, you're carrying something, and it's just being released to not today. And she will not carry that anymore, but that you will walk light and free. That you will know that he goes before you. He, he's the one that pioneers for you. And you're able to walk freely on the road that he pioneers for you. In Jesus' name, bless you. All right. And um, does any any married couple need encouragement? Okay, come on down, and this will be for you. The laughter of God, and uh, it'll uh, and it'll it'll turn things around. It'll turn things around so you can become more in love and and live in love and just and encourage many others. So that's how also God says, Lord, we bless this beautiful marriage and we release the heavenly. Love and heavenly joy for them. And and one translation says, Sarah says, What? What? Uh, uh, marital bliss for worn out creature like me? Yes, yes. He's got more, more, more. More bliss. More bliss for the marriage. Amen. <laughs> I better get my watch straight. Um, give me the countdown when we need to. Uh, finish. Okay, so I'll, I'll I'll do something unusual for me. I'll, I'll have a proverbs a day, you know, and so I'll read a little bit of a proverbs, and then we'll go into the the word that I feel like wants me to do. It says, "Don't lose your don't lose grip on love and loyalty." This is from Proverbs chapter three, and it says, "Don't lose a grip on love and loyalty." I love love and loyalty. It is my part of my DNA. And tie them around your neck, carve their initials on your heart. So we're talking uh, unusual, uh, uh, what do you call those things, the tattoo, you know, like this is kind of a carving initials, a sort of a heart tattoo. Um, earn a reputation for living well in God's eyes and the eyes of the people. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own that goes along with the brain bypass. Listen for God's voice in everything you do. 
everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Run from evil. Your body will glow with health and your very bones will vibrate with life. <laughs> I like it. Just can visualize this going around with glowing bodies. And then vibrating. The bones just vibrate with life. Everybody say, yeah, vibrating. I don't know how else to see it, but it's so visual, and your 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 body's glowing with health, you know. And uh, I I marked it up here. Like glow glow lights or whatever those little things are. Little light huh? Lighting bugs, yeah. You have him around? Is it in the spring or summer? Summer, yeah. So Lord we release glow 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 health. Body glow. Body glow health. And vibrating bones. In Jesus' name. <laughs> okay. So the sermon here is this. We'll go to Daniel, one of my heroes. Do you have heroes? You Bible, do you have Bible heroes? Ah, I live on heroes. I grew up in communism. And I had minus heroes. <laughs> This one scripture talks about, says all, all the nations add up to simply nothing before him. Less than nothing is more like it, a minus. <laughs> that's Isaiah 40. How many know that scripture? I live in a minus nation. Nation that is depletes and destroys and uses and abuses, you know, not not so much our nation, which is the communist government. I lived under that kind of a minus government. That's why they're not around. They disappeared eventually because they deplete themselves. They're not givers. They take us, uses and abuses and just they they destroy they destroy themselves, you know. They went bankrupt. That's why they they're they're not around. So I know what that scripture means to be in a minus so when I came to America as an immigrant, I escaped to the Iron Curtain and, and, and made it here. And within a year, I realized that even in the freest country in the world, I still feel like in the minus. You know, something is lacking that I should feel joy and freedom. And it was a free country, but I couldn't feel free until I met the Jesus people. There was a revival in late 60s, early 70s. A lot of young people that used to do drugs and hippies and stuff like that were gotten saved massively. Did you have anything like that in this region? Uh, I think in Indiana there was a, a Nancy Honeytree. Anybody remember that? That uh, there was kind of a, a hot spot of revival among young people and in L.A. and uh, different places. But that's how I got saved. And <clears throat> so I've, I begin to feel the plus 
just I went from minus to plus, you know. It's like existence was added to me. All of a sudden, I begin to exist, you know, begin to connect with life. And and I had my lifeline was um, the the Bulgarian Bible and the Holy Spirit. And and the Lord helped me understand the Bulgarian Bible, reading it cover to cover. You know, never read it before. Communists always destroyed destroyed everything. Every Bible pressed. Uh, any visible Bibles they could find, they confiscated and destroyed it, so, so we can't read it. And people had to hide their Bibles if they wanted to um, and, and have underground church. But um, those days are gone. So now I'm in America, and I'm, I'm feeling in a, no longer in a minus. I'm feeling in a plus. And every day as I read the Bible, it took me a year, I got more and more in a plus and and my heroes, I begin to have heroes finally, because communists are no good heroes. So I begin to have heroes in my life, and and from Abraham and and you know Joshua and and you know so forth, and Caleb and and in Moses and and then Daniel and this all these guys they all helped me develop my image, you know, of who I am because they were they were people of God that had relationship with the Lord and very intricate things. And I'm I'm very imaginary very imaginary guy. Um I could easily have been a movie industry, although I was part of a rock and roll music. Me and me and three by three boys started the first rock band when we were sixteen and or fifteen even. And uh we weren't any good but there was no way to prove that because <laughs> there was no other bands at the time. So we dominated the charts, top ten was just the silver bracelet. You can Google American Bulgarian rock and roll, George Banov, and you see her, see her debuting on television. Uh, I was I was a drummer at the time. Um, anyways, here I am, and my my uh, my heroes are teaching me how to be with the Lord myself. You know, they're giving me clues and you know how to relate to God. And so Daniel was this. Daniel, Shadrach, Michigan, and Ben, and the whole, all four of them, younger uh, generation. So I related. They were obviously in a slave situation, uh, but they didn't act like slaves. How do we know they didn't act like slaves? First of all, they pick and choose what we want to eat. Slaves don't do that. Slaves eat whatever they're given, and thankfully. This goes, no, we're not going to eat this and that. We want to eat this. So they had, they had, you know, make up their mind what they want. They knew what they wanted, and they wanted to be distinct, and you know, and so they didn't go along with everything that was was going on. And they were watching their diet. You know, obviously spiritual implication to that. It's not just you know, Atkins or carbs or something, but it's spiritual. And so, <clears throat> and that diet paid off later on. And at this point. Um, Another king has shifted. Nebuchadnezzar has gone, and a new king has come. But Daniel is still in charge of, of, of you know, in a big rank. And there's three other guys that are uh, competing for leadership, and 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 so so they were kind of jealous. These vice regents, vice presidents, were jealous of him. So they start to try to do something to, you know. Un- Move him out of the way so so not, he's not their leader because 
he was appointed as a chief of the top three leaders of the nation under the king. So they, but, but Daniel, brimming with spirit and intelligence, so completely outclassed the other vice regents and the governors that the king decided to put him in charge of the whole kingdom. So um, this is something that every one of us should feel a part of. We should be a, far, a part of a, a top leadership worldwide, you know. And each one of us play a part in that, you know. So you should expect in your field of business or, or minister, whatever you do, uh, to be the very top, the head and not the tail. The above ruling and not be ruled. Amen? Is that okay to say? So I give you permission. I give you a Jewish permission. That's a Jewish kind of thing. <laughs> um, the, vice, the vice region and the governors got together to find something, some old scandal or skeleton in Daniel's life. They searched the internet, you know, and Facebook to see any dirt, you know. And, and so, but they couldn't dig up anything. Imagine, nothing. He was totally exemplary and trustworthy. They could not find no evidence of negligence or misconduct. So they finally gave up and said, we are never going to find anything against this Daniel unless we can cook up something religious. Because they knew he was religious. He, he had his own God. He has his own deity that he was famous for, you know. And so, so is with us, you know. Uh, religion, I mean, the, the society may have the different culture, gods that they bow to, you know, but we have distinct God that we are connected with. And, and we worship and adore and affectionately love. And, and so, so they made it the rule that in the next 30 days, if anybody prays to any God or any mortal except the king, uh, then he should be thrown in a lion's den. So they issued a decree, and and the king just signed it. And but when Daniel learned that the decree had been signed and posted, he continued to pray. Woo! He didn't go. Oh no, you know. He continued to pray, opening the windows so everybody can hear. You know, he continued to pray just as he's always done his and his house had these windows upstairs he opened toward jerusalem and three times a day he knelt in prayer thanking and praising his god so he's the ruler of the entire you know uh, you know what monarchy whatever it was uh, under the king so he's the top manager of the entire you know uh, kingdom and yet Three times a day, he stops everything, goes home, takes a break, opens the window, and worships the Lord, and talks boldly and says, Oh, Abba, you're so good. You're such a great helper. You make me so smart. Uh, I can't help it. It's just like you give me wisdom all the time because you're so smart. You, nobody's smarter than you. And you give me your, your mind, and you give me wisdom, and you make me happy and free and you're so good and so he just keeps 
praising the Lord and worships the Lord and tells what a great daddy he is. And here I'm a, in a slave situation, but I'm not slave. I'm actually running the whole thing. Hallelujah. You're so good. I praise you and I worship you. And yeah, you give me everything I want and, and beyond. You know, I could do anything I want to, but I just want to thank you and praise you. And it's like he is opening his relationship with God. How many like to be like that? Okay, so I just give you permission. Get on the Internet. Get on Facebook and go, Oh, God, you're so good. Three times a day, blast them. You know, take break from work. Take a break from work three times a day. You know, David did seven times a day. He stopped and prayed. So even as a busy king and a busy government and give you governors, he can still take at least three times or, or more, and just full-on worship during the day. Um, there's a big uh, company in Europe. Uh, it was back like in the 80s that was the top number one company in Europe that um, that um, uh, had most more employees than any other company. So they were not necessarily the biggest in necessarily money or anything, but they were the biggest in employment. So it was a large company. And the boss... The, the CEO, the owner, or, uh, was a Christian. And, and every day he does, uh, they interview him and try to find what's the secret for his success. And he was very reluctant to say, but finally he said it. He says, well, actually, my, my secret is I go uh, to one quiet room that I have in my office when I start the day, and I spend the first hour of the day um, talking to God, and, and I always ask one question. God, how do you run the universe? You, how do you manage the whole universe? And then the, I just ask the question and then I listen. And whatever God says into my spirit, and then I write it down. And that's what I do every day. And so, and, and he was, you know, the largest company can manage people best, you know, because God gives him wisdom. So, so anyways, you know, I just want to encourage you to, to take time and to just be vocal and be, you know, voice your relationship with the Lord and bless, and, and God will bless you. And then, of course, there's always be trials and problems coming around. But, but Jesus says, problems always are going to have, but you rejoice because I've overcome all the problems already. So you could never lose your joy, you know, or if there's problems and things like that, it I always will give you peace, guarantee, because I'm the Prince of Peace. So no matter what happens around you, your response could always be cheer and peace. Huh. Isn't that great? And it's like, to me, that's so cool. You know, no matter what happens, I get to have peace and joy. Amen. And it helps me love others. And the more you love and the more you rejoice, the happier you get. You know, the secret is giving it away. That to me is the biggest. We already got it, but we don't feel it until you give it away. And then, you know. And if you want more joy, how many want more joy? Well, here how it works in a real simple way. I know it's spiritual, but in a, in a practical way, you know, look around, see anybody more depressed than you, and encourage them. You know, say, hey, it's going to be okay. You know, it's not that bad. I mean, I know it's rough, but... And as soon as you start encouraging somebody, you become more joyful. 
That's in the natural. But of course, in the spirit, you have the spirit of joy. Because joy is not emotion only. It makes you emotional, excited. But joy is a spirit and comes from the Holy Spirit. It's his nature, is joy. It's funny how sometimes religious ones say, okay, no more joy now. We're going to work on your character. You know? No, no. Exactly during the working on the character is when you need joy. <laughs> Don't get, get, be serious about joy all the time. Don't let anything, you know, shift that, you know. Because joy is a, a, a third part of the kingdom, third of the kingdom. Righteousness, peace, joy, and the Holy Ghost is the DNA of the kingdom. Amen? And, and peace. And so, of course, the story ends with, they, they, you know, because he's so vocal, they arrested him. They see, okay, he broke the, the king's you know, law and, and so arrested him. But King, when he, they threw him in the lion's den, um, the lions lost their appetite. So it happened that they lost their appetite that night. And, and they decided to fast. And, and they decided to wait for breakfast. So they, was a, they chose fast that night, you know, because uh, Daniel was famous for Daniel fast. So the, so the, the, so the lions went in a Daniel fast. Because really, your diet for, uh, imposes things. Your diet rules. What you are dieting, that is what others, uh, you affect others with what you eat and what you don't eat spiritually. Amen? So eat angel food, angel cakes, and don't eat deviled eggs, whatever you do. <laughs> Just choose your diet. <laughs> Those are Bulgarian jokes. Oh, my God. Anyways, um, maybe I'm hungry, so I'm talking about diets or something. But I don't know. But it is important what you eat. Uh, because the Lord always spreads the table before us, a banqueting table. And even in the face of the enemy, he says, sit down and eat with me. And they'll protect you. So it's, a, it's more than food. It's relationship. Table of the Lord's relationship. When we first started coming here, which is at least 10 years ago, maybe more, maybe 12, you know, I never forget the, the, the dinners we had over these guys' house. I actually remember the steak, how big it was. And I've got to remember that partner and everything because food is so uh, good, you know. And you remember these big feasts, you know. So I, can, I can't remember the, the, the name of the steak, but it was large. So thank you for being hospitable and and uh, and that's a good way to attract non-Christians, you know, to invite them to a food party. And if you can cook, just invite them. But if you can't cook, uh, take them to a restaurant or something. <laughs> so we don't want to chase them from the kingdom by not not knowing n- not a good. <laughs> so, anyways, um, I just want to just release this this sense of a diet and be a, having a Jesus diet. And not eat from the food of the world, and and but we'll just be very picky and very selective of what we let our minds come and what comes into our hearts and out of hearts. So Lord, I bless this congregation this morning, Lord, and let that Daniel excellence fall upon us, Lord, and so that everything we eat is from you, Lord. We we eat with you, we commune with you, and we live on this side of the table with you and 
and even the enemy, the circumstances and difficulties and sicknesses and things like that are crowded. They want to come, but they cannot cross the table of the Lord. It's our own protection, it's our own fellowship with you. So I thank you for that, Lord. Thank you that that we will continue to you're going to continue to lift us up as we as we lift you up, as we honor you. You will honor us, Lord, and you will put us in position of influence uh, that we can shift the world around us, Lord, with that spirit that there's like nothing wrong with us, no fault, because we are in your righteousness. Basically, we are becoming part of you, your right, and you always right and you always do right things. And so as we lift our hearts to you, eat of you and drink of you, we become like you, Lord. So I just bless this congregation with the righteousness of God. And also bless them with feasting and party spirit and joy. And many, uh, many not lost people would come and, and find a, a party spirit here. A happy spirit, a joyful spirit, a peaceful spirit, a love spirit. And, and there will be a love feast for them and they're going to be attracted by this sweet love and party spirit. And as, as we slaughter the fatted calf and eat of the fatted calf, as we sing and worship and dance, Lord, many will come and prodigals will come and lost will come and we'll find a birthday party for them. Amen? And I see a lot of children and I like to invite you to look at... Uh, how are we doing on time? Can I show the DVD? I like to, to, to look at this DVD, which is the first... Uh, child of the first orphanage that we undertook as mom and dad my wife and I and we have been supporting a few of the kids for many years but whoever funded the whole orphanage has backed out so uh, it was down to just those 10 children we were supporting so we took on the whole orphanage a very beautiful place with good leaders around so we you know hired a staff needed because they lost their staff so we hired the staff and and and, and and that was our first orphanage. We became mom and dad three years ago. And by now, we are expanding to six more orphanages. And so it's growing and growing in India and the Orient. And we're stepping into um, Tha- uh, Thailand and, and uh, the child soldier issue in Burma. So this summer, we're going to actually take a whole group with us to go for the first time in the Orient and make a, some dent in that problem. And uh, last night we raised support for 22 children. Um, so, because we just a, another situation where orphanages support was gone, and so we stepped in and said yes, all 160 up in Burma we're going to take because 70 of them a child soldier formerly rescued. So we had taken them, and so last night 22 people stood with us to support us. So we were, we were excited about that. So, okay, go ahead, enjoy. This is Central America, our first orphanage, Nicaragua. And uh, if, if there is a... Thank you.
Yeah, wow. How many of you were either blessed by the video or what Georgian had to, to share this morning? So good. What an honor to have him here with us this morning. Thank you for coming. Really, really great. Um, I don't know if you guys have been went to the conference.